She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Today's scripture of the day comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 6. And the book reads, train up a child in a way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Today's AO announcements, uh, Fenway Cares uh, is having uh, East and West Fens free food boxes. Um event um, is going to be every Wednesday starting on March 17, 2021 at 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. This will be held at Fenway Community Center in Cambridge. Um, it's called um, Fenway Community Development Corporation. Uh, that's who is hosting this. So the dates um, that they will be uh, continuing this free food uh, boxes are uh, March 17th, March 31st, April 14th, and April 28th. So if you need food, um, food is free. Um, They are practicing social distancing and all of the um, COVID-19 guidelines, so just make sure you wear a mask. Um, Again, this is an event called East and West Fens Free Food Boxes. Um, The next one is going to be held on March 17th. Um, from 2.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Fenway Community Develop Corporation. Um, they're going to be giving away free, fresh veggies, fresh uh, fruit, grains, and more. Um, you can um, go by there from the, se- the 17th um, to the um, every Wednesday from the 17th. Um, then the following was Wednesday, um, well, two weeks uh, three, is 331, so March 31st, and then uh, two weeks later. So it's every two weeks um, on a Wednesday they are holding this event. So um, feel free to go over there. Again, they are practicing uh, COVID-19 guidelines, CDC guidelines. Uh, so just make sure that you wear a mask and you practice social distancing. All right. Today's Crown is Queen segment goes to none other than Miss Marguerite Annie Johnson, known to the world as Maya Angelou. Miss Angelou was born on April 4th, 1928 in St. Louis, Missouri. She was an American poet and civil rights activist. She published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, several books of poetry, and credited with a playlist of movies and television shows spanning over five decades. She received dozens of awards and more than 50 honorary degrees. Miss Angelo is best known for her memoirs based on her childhood and early adult life. In her book entitled, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, she talks about how when she was a child at the age of eight, her mother's boyfriend molested her. And she told her mom and family, and the boyfriend was jailed for a day, but upon his release, he was murdered. And because of that traumatic experience, Miss Angelo went mute and didn't speak for almost five years. And it wasn't until a family friend, through sharing books and poetry with her, that Maya began to speak again. Imagine a world without her contribution, had she not 
started speaking again. Maya then went on to become a world-renowned poet and author. Some of her books include I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, a book based on her childhood, Gather Together in My Name, The Heart of a Woman, and the list goes on. One of my favorite poems written by Maya Angelou is Phenomenal Woman. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's the reach in my arms, the spin of my hips, the stride of my steps, and the curl of my lips. I am a woman phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Sadly, Queen Maya Angelou passed away on May 28th, 2014. And we would just like to thank you for your contributions to Black Excellence, for being the voice of, for so many who are voiceless. Your efforts will forever be remembered. Hey, what's up? We have um, Mo on the line today. She's going to be chatting with us about single parenting. Mo, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good, doing That's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So thank you, thank you. Today we are talking about single parenting, and I'm a single mom, and I work um, as well. So I want to know how do you balance work and family life as a single mom? Well, as of right now, I am working a overnight job. Okay. Because my 15 year old now he's into sports. So I want to be present for those practices, those games, even though I'm not able to physically go inside right now, but he knows I'm in a parking lot. He sends me the links. He lets me watch him online and I'm able to support him, critique him when he gets in the car as we drive him back or whatever. It's tiresome working at overnight job, but because I want to be present, I got to mm-hmm. make that sacrifice and mm-hmm. lose some hours of sleep to be able to be present for him, especially at this age right now, 15. Mm-hmm. Like, this is right. the age when, at his age, I was already having sex. Um, mm-hmm. At his age, I was having a baby at 16, so it's just like people weren't present enough to know what I was doing and right. what I had going on. Right. So I don't want to make that mistake, so I'm present and I'm available whenever he needs that, so... I'm just sacrificing right now, sacrificing some sleep and a little bit of mental health mm-hmm. shit to um, be there to see what he needs to do and make sure I'm available for that. But mm-hmm. um, I also have to squeeze in grown-up time mm-hmm. for grown-up conversation, um, grown-up outings, whatever that may be, because yes, working family is a big deal, but you lose yourself just doing those two things. You yeah. have to do something outside of that because I look at it like, my kids are permanent. Like, mm-hmm. that love is permanent. Family's permanent. Yeah, these jobs aren't. But it's just like, as far as me trying to find my own wiggle room, I have to find that so I can, like, decompress and relax and calm down and, you know, laugh a little and everything not be so serious mm-hmm. being a parent and being at work. So I definitely find time to squeeze in time for myself and with whoever that may be. But you have to get that in there because that family and work life can drive you crazy just doing it too. That's awesome. Because I remember my oldest played basketball and I worked during the day 
and I was going to school in the evening. So it was like me rushing from work, trying to hurry up and right. get all the way in, in Charlestown, rushing all the way to Mattapan to go catch the last 15, 20 minutes of the game. Yep. Then yep. running all the way to Quincy to go to class. And it's like, it is tiresome. And it's so rewarding though to see, to see for your kids to see you at those Absolutely. games. Because I remember him like, playing ball and he's looking like is my mother paying attention yeah, or did she come through the door real looking, quick so checking real quick like, yeah like, did you see it was you watching yeah it's like they can act like you aggravate them yeah for the moment but they definitely look mm-hmm. for you support them cheering yep. on be screaming in the background they they absolutely need that yeah so that, that's i why agree I'm making a sacrifice yeah i agree that's awesome yeah i'm a little um i it reminds me of my favorite movie Loving basketball. Um, <laughs> when you guys are talking about that during the part where she was having a, like a heart to heart conversation with her mom, and she basically was in tears, telling her as an adult how she how it made her feel when she only remember remember her mom yes. being at the game for yes. two games. And um, you know, however they could take it as children, it, it made me look at both sides. Just at, at the time when it, when Loving Basketball first came out, I wasn't a mom yet, but. Now is it made me look at it in two different perspectives. Like for her mom, for the mom, it was like I had to do what I had to do to make it happen for my children and my husband. You know, mm-hmm. to be the wife, and this is what I created for you, and I wanted this. I wanted this particular life for you. But then on the other side, she's like, listen, this is not the life that. The life you want from me is not the life that I'm living, that I've chosen for myself. I'm an adult. But that still doesn't excuse you for not being there. Mm-hmm. The pain and the hurt that I felt when you weren't around. You know what I mean? Which right. showed. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, 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 in my opinion, that would mean, in, in just looking at that that clip was just more so like, you know, it may not, they may not express it to you as a, as a child, you know, that it, it hurts them or how they feel. Cause they may not really know how, but mm-hmm. as they got older, the respect is being lost now because now right. you're not there to support them and what they enjoy doing and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's what I kind of took from that when you guys were just talking. Um, that's not necessarily my experience right mm-hmm. now cause I only have a five year old. Um, but she is very well into a lot of things right now, so I can only imagine, you know, Absolutely. as she gets older. So you have a girl, so she may want to dip her toes in a few different things, mm-hmm. so right. you're really going to be running around. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So it's a lot to consider, and I appreciate this conversation more than you know right. uh, from experienced moms. Um, another and question. Pa- yeah, go ahead. Excuse me. And as parents, though, we have to know that you're not going to know everything. This thing here doesn't come with a manual. Mm-hmm. Right. So what me and Tia may experience, you may not experience mm-hmm. any of those things. It right. might not be as tough. It may be a little bit easier. So it's just like it's good to have the tools to know in case it pops up. Right. But everybody's story is going to be different. But at the same time, this is like learn as you go. This is absolutely mm-hmm. trial and error. Absolutely. Very true. I, I and each sure. child is different too. So I have Absolutely. two I have two boys and they're like night and day. Mm-hmm. So but they yes. both into sports. Like Justice played basketball too. Mm-hmm. But Justice was he also wants to play soccer. So it was me running from here to there to this mm-hmm. to that. And Lamar was strictly basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, each child is different, each circumstance is different. But I do agree, like you you may not experience it or you may experience on a different level. Yeah. 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 At least I know what to look, look if if it comes, like mm-hmm. you're saying, if it comes, I know kind of how it's been handled that there's other people mm-hmm. who have, that I know personally that have experienced this and um, they made it through, right? You guys mm-hmm. are making it through. Yeah. 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 yeah, appreciate Definitely it. Will. So um, how long have you been a single parent? 
22 years. So my oldest son will be 23 in July. Oh, wow. And okay. My 14-year-old will be 15 at the end of March, at the end oh, of this wow. month. So that's been a tough road. Um, God bless you. And it's never over. Two boys, right? No. Yeah, two boys. No, it yeah. doesn't end. Mm -hmm. I tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. It's like I didn't get to do proms. I didn't get to do those parties that kids were going to. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to walk across the high school stage. None of that. I ended up pushing through um, at the age of maybe 29, getting my GED. I did that because it was something I just needed to do for myself. Mm -hmm. And also, you're now someone's parent, so you have to have some something to show them to push forward mm -hmm. to because it's like you cannot be the parent just saying, go to school and get good grades, and, and you did none of those things. Yeah, like, you have to be the example. Now, you know, so um, I had to do that just for myself as well as for them. But, um... Mm -hmm. 22 years was tough because it's just like black young men in the city mm -hmm. trying not to have him as a st statistics and I can say right now he has no children mm -hmm. he doesn't smoke weed, he doesn't drink, he doesn't hang out, he does, he's never been arrested, none of those things, one by the grace of God praying every single day that's awesome like that, just I had to tell God at one point he was 15 and I think I had to look for him. He may have been at a female's house. So mm -hmm. He got on the train coming home. And I remember that night going in the room and I said, God, I got to give him to you because I don't know what to do. Right. Like, I have no clue what to do anymore. Right. You know, and ever since then, I, I fell back and let God do what he does. Yeah. You, you have to at a certain age. You have to. Yeah. Because you'll drive yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. and especially when you have other children raised, you're giving one too much attention for the things he's doing and if you don't think that the other child is watching and feeling neglected exactly. they may be too young to tell you yep. you know so I had to stand back and say okay God I'm giving them to you because I have a little son to raise mm -hmm. also as well mm -hmm. so I should say right now just me talking to you guys on the phone I, I don't have to look for either one of them the 22 years in the 22 year old is in the room playing a video game and the 14 year old is on his phone so oh, they're both awesome. in the house and those things right there, they may be small to some. Like when I try to explain to them how big of a deal it is, mm -hmm. I know it's normal for them because it's like, okay, I'm 22, I shouldn't have kids. I'm 14 and I don't hang out, but they don't realize what I see and right. what I've seen growing up. Mm -hmm. This isn't normal. This isn't your everyday. Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm grateful, totally grateful for that. So it was a tough ride, but I'm still rocking it. So That's right. You're rocking it well. That's, That's great. great. That's awesome because I have a... My oldest will be 18. And so I'm kind of going through that. I started, he started that same thing. Like at 15, mm -hmm. he, he, you know, he's, he's trying to find himself, right? Trying to right. figure out who he is. He's not so much a baby anymore, but he's not an adult. So, and then he's, you know, it's just me, him and his brother in a household. So it's like, I'm a man, but you're not a man. And it's like, I'm Absolutely. not an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I too had to back off a little bit and, and let him find himself but mm -hmm. still parent but parent from a distance right and yeah, i too had distance. to yeah. had to let yeah. let god take the wheel because it was like listen i still have this little one at home who is is still molding you know he's very influenced by his brother but at the same time they're like night and day too so He's like, he doesn't understand. And then they're always fighting because the older one thinks he's the dad, but he's not the dad. And it's like, listen, I can't do this. And then be so focused on what you're not doing and, and lose focus of the little one. Right. So I, 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 I feel you. I'm going through that. Well, I'm at the end stage of that now. So he's, he'll be 18 
And he's more so like, you know, appreciative now. Like, you know, Ma, I understand. I apologize. It wasn't necessarily you. It was the absence of of things that he was going on with his dad. Um, and so he's he's starting to, to come around. But that was a hard year, year and a half. Yeah, that transition is definitely mm-hmm. tough. Definitely. And you can understand how some people may have that feeling or experience, that feeling of like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm giving up. It's tough, but you don't give up. You, you can't give up on your kid. Yeah. With your headache, with your heartache, with your tears, mm-hmm. keep pushing through because at the end of it, when they are this age and they're more calm and relaxed and like you said, they understand why you were doing what mm-hmm. you were doing or what areas you were putting your foot down in, mm-hmm. it's more, it, it's appreciated now. For yep. sure. Yep. That's a blessing. That's awesome. Absolutely. Definitely. So we have one last question for you. So what advice would you give to single moms raising their children on their own, especially during the pandemic? The pandemic has been tough for everybody. It's a lot of in-house. It's a lot of being around one another. And this right here can either make or break a lot of families Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of time that we've never been able to spend together. Mm -hmm. So I would say what I've been doing... um, and even prior to the pandemic, I always take time to play board games with them. I never want them to think they're too old or I'm too old that I can't sit down and play a game regardless of me being mom. I can still come down and laugh and joke and be your friend in mm-hmm. that moment mm-hmm. where it's just like, let's play Uno. Let me bet you $5 that I could beat you 10 games in a row. Like these things get yeah. them going because it's like, oh, yeah, she is fun. She's just not the disciplinary. Right. You know, so I can actually be your friend in that moment um, right. and spending. The the time that you are spending, I say, find things to do, whether you're going to a restaurant, they're open now, where you can spend some time. You can sit and talk, and everybody's putting their phones down. You're able to engage. You're able to, like, I talk with my sons about girls. I want to know what type of girls you like, and what did she say, and what happened on that phone call. I Mm want to know, because I'm not just looking to penalize you for something you said or did. I want to know why, Mm -hmm. how, what made you do it, what made you feel it, because I expressed to them that I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. You could never tell me anything about a woman because you guys are males and vice versa. Very true. So, you know, I'm here for you to ask me. I don't want you to go searching on the outside for answers that I could have gave you because I'm always going to try my best to give you the right answer. Exactly. Versus somebody on the street that's just trying to have you crash into the next wall. Exactly. I don't want to do that. Exactly. Know, so I try my best to kick it with them about things that the conversation we're having right now with you, that I'm having with you guys. Mm-hmm. I was sitting and have the same conversation with them. Where it's just like they get to know, okay, I feel comfortable. I can go to her and say, hey, this happened or that took place and my eyebrows aren't raising. In the inside, they may be thinking, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah, I've been there. I have to just talk it through and say, okay, let me just talk it through because if you don't, you'll lose that. Exactly. That's the last thing you want to do yep. in the city raising a black man is lose them. Yep. They should be able to come to you for whatever because dads aren't present. They only have you, you mm-hmm. know, so that you're their go-to person mm-hmm. but um like i was saying spending a lot of time going out to eat going to the movie theater um i walk around franklin park with them i've been on bike rides with them and all of these things and i have to let them teach me things mm-hmm. like okay someone saying oh well mom if you do it this way this is the way you should do it i let them teach me different things because i don't know it all mm-hmm. so i want you to know that i'm still open to learning new things to the day i die so it's you're 14 or you're 22 and you could teach me something different than I knew for almost 40 years, great, I'm open for it. Mm-hmm. You know, just the conversations. I feel like now's the time to engage in 
more in-depth conversations. I feel like now is the time to laugh more with them because everybody's going to get a different piece of one another because of spending this much time. Mm-hmm. You find out some things about yourself and your kids you never even knew. Very true. Like you're spending the time, but you got to want to. Right. Just really. as well as females can get on the phone and chit-chat with their friends about nothingness, you can sit somewhere and have a real conversation with your children where you both are learning something different. You both have gotten closer, however that may be. But it's definitely spending time and doing something productive with one another. I agree. That's good. That's good advice, Mo. That's that's really good. Mo is my cousin. I'm trying. trying. (laughs) My cousin, my family. I really appreciate you so much for taking the time out to join us. Yeah, we really, really learned a lot. I learned a lot. um, I really do. I I can relate to a lot of the stuff that you're saying. And like I said, my kids are right behind you. My son is, I have a soon-to-be 18-year-old and a soon-to-be 12-year-old. So, okay, so you're getting a lot of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I already felt the piece of it. So it's like going into that next step with the second one. And it was times where I was just like, I want to call you downstairs and yell at y'all both at the same time for what he did. So I don't have to do it again. But mm-hmm. right, I already know. Right. I already, but I, I hope I, you know, because every kid's different. So I hope the situ, you know, the experience is a little different. But um, it it it's a it was a work in progress, but we're getting there. We're getting in. I can definitely, I, I enjoy my oldest because now he's older. So there's certain conversations that I can have with him that I can't have with my little one. Absolutely. And true. and he's Very like, true. so he's comfortable with saying whatever. And then there, I have those moments where it's just like, I don't want to know that about my son. <laughs> right. Like, don't, I, don't tell me that, but I have to, I can't yeah. be like, don't tell me that because I don't want him to shut down. You right. know what I mean? So I've definitely experienced those moments where it was just like, oh, my God. But let me shut up. But inside, I'm like, oh, my God. This is what's really going right. on. I can't believe he just said that. So, yeah. So I'm, 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 we're learning. We're learning. I'm going through that we phase. Got we got this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Awesome all. We got it. This thing been done decades on top of decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just joined in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. And, um from the time I was eight yeah so she raised five of us and I thank you yeah Mm -hmm. she God God above us you know um I could say a lot of my what I've learned too and how to parent I'm as a single mother now is uh what I saw my mom you know do and now I'm able to appreciate what she's done too you know what I mean and seeing some of the things sometimes I have to take a moment and apologize to her because I'm like I gave you a hard time huh mom (laughs) 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 because my daughter is like off the wall because you see it from a different perspective (laughs) you see it because us as kids right like did you wish that on me or something because dang yeah yeah I got 10 I might got 10 times worse y'all don't want to have no more kids yeah yeah (laughs) because as kids we don't realize it right we don't realize it until we hit a certain age and it was just like okay my mother really wasn't trying to spoil my fun you know like and so I feel like and I tell my kids all the time like listen I'm not trying to spoil your fun but you got to prepare them for the world right yeah. like nobody's absolutely. gonna love them like you love them outside oh, of them for a wall and i always every time I, both of my kids like nobody loves you more than i do right. your, your yeah. dad definitely loves you but nobody <laughs> loves you more than i love you you know what i'm, I'm saying so i'm gonna keep it a buck i'm gonna always be a chili yeah tell them that, whether good or bad 
Unconditional. Now you in front of people, but when we get in the car, we give you the business. Exactly. But in front of the people, it's just like okay, no big deal. Yeah. It's just like I'm always gonna push you because I see the potential. Yeah. So yeah, it's no reason to me to, to to slip off and not let you know that I support that. Yeah. If they don't see it at home. Forget about it. They're, They're not gonna, gonna try their hardest if they don't see you at home rooting them on. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. I'm learning I that. I totally I'm agree. That too. And it starts very young. Um, you know, my daughter's only five, but I'm learning too that, um, instead of highlighting, you know, what she's doing wrong, it's better to highlight more of what she's doing right. So she can get used to that praise, you know, Mm -hmm, at home, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so she don't go seeking it other places Mm -hmm. and wrong places, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and it's some things about your children you just can't control. You know, I, like I said, I remember being a child and I just, I was strong-willed and, my mother just couldn't control certain things about me. I'm going to do it anyway, kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And can't say I'm reaping that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, reap, I reap what I've sowed. I've sowed. Um, but, um, but it's amazing. I can say parenting is probably one of the hardest jobs ever. But yes. it's amazing. I love it. Um, I love the relationship me and my daughter has even now at five. Um, because we can laugh together and then I see some sides of myself in her and I just start cracking up like wow like that's so (laughs) (laughs) so yes I I do remind her also like you know um I love you and I and I only tell you these things because I love you you know what I mean and I want her to understand that I love the fact that she loves God already um yeah and she surprises me a lot so it's it's hard but like tia said it is very rewarding if you mm-hmm. if you look at it in a different if the way it depends on the way you look at it it could be a burden right. for you because you know for whatever reasons i, I can't relate but i think as, but a mom, as a single parent like i've had a rewarding experience so far you know, i would never so. say burden i wouldn't say burden Right, I, I wouldn't use the because it, it is hard, but I would I would never say that it's a burden. No, for some people, I was saying for some, like, it may feel like, yeah, it yeah, may feel like yeah. it's a burden a for them. Yes, yeah, so yeah. a lot of people yeah. out there who thinks being yeah. a single parent is a burden. It's a burden, yeah. Yeah, so they they actually project whatever their lifestyles are on other on the, people. Yeah. So they you know their relationships fail. I see you know some men you know bashing women who mm-hmm. are getting child support when probably because whatever situation they had, you know what I mean. Um, was was detrimental mm-hmm. to the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't. It's not always the male, you know what I mean. Sometimes, Sometimes it is the female, female very you know. True. But because they have access to certain things as a woman, mm-hmm. they some people take it. Some women take advantage take it, of that, yeah, and that's yeah. t- that's a that's saying that to me. That's saying like your your child is a burden for you because mm-hmm. I don't have any other means. I'm gonna go after his father because he should be doing this. Whatever the whatever the dialogue, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But for me, I look at it as a as a reward. Mm-hmm. So because I look at it like that, I don't feel the need to go after, you know, and get revenge, you know, and mm-hmm. try to be vengeful mm-hmm. and bitter, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? None of that. Like, it's, it's okay, you know what I mean? Because I, because I, I wouldn't mind, I don't mind doing this. I'm, it's, I'm willing to do this for right. my child because right. who else is going to do it? Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's almost like when you have, the, when you have these children, even though I had a child at a young age, it almost feels like you was built for this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. as you start doing it, it just becomes It just nothing. clicks. Right. Yeah. Second nature. Yeah. Just yep. do it. You know? Yeah. Just you're like do a, it. You're like a human alarm clock. Right. Everything. You just, you, you just fall right. into it. So just it's fall, just yep. like, 
it was all for it was it was it was it was a part of your plan. So mm-hmm. you just gotta roll with it. Right. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Doing my best. <laughs> with God above us. You're doing good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You, Definitely, you are too, and vote you are too. So I, I commend you. Thank it's a great, Thank it's you. great to um, have these relationships with other women who are in these these situations and in, in this boat. Mm-hmm. Everybody's situation experience different. is different, mm-hmm. but the perspectives that come to the table, the yeah, can mm-hmm. develop a, a good sense of you know. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. We're strong. We're strong enough to to handle this and do it. You know, mm-hmm. and women need to sit down more often like this and discuss these things mm-hmm. and bounce ideas. And advice and suggestions off one another, and then it may not seem so hard. But you, as you know, when you're going through something for some strange reason, it feels like it's only me that's dealing mm-hmm. with this, and it's not because you're not reaching out for any help yep. or any guidance mm-hmm. or understanding about what you're going through. You think it's just you, which makes it feel like the world is on my shoulders, mm-hmm. and it's not because someone else has went through that same thing. Mm-hmm. You just have to reach out and hear somebody else's testimony that will then strengthen you. Right, Amen. and then you get ideas too. Like, That's okay, right. that that worked for them. Let me try this to see if maybe right. this works right. for me in my situation. Yep. So, yep. absolutely, yeah. Yep. This is why we have this platform for uh, conversations like this. So uh, we really do appreciate I you guys. Definitely, thank, thank you. you so much. We really appreciate your time, and I know you know um, you know you have a lot to attend to. So we'll let you get going. And All right, um, ladies. yes, definitely. Thank you. you can call anytime. Thank you so much, and thank you. Continue being the queen that you are. You it was great talking you to you. So All right, bye bye. Have a good night. You too. Our woman empowerment quote comes from Hattie McDaniel: "I did my best, and God did the rest." So we're just going to close out in prayer. Father, in the name of Lord Jesus, we want to say thank you, O oh God, for another day of your grace and mercy, O oh God. We just want to say thank you, O oh God, for giving us the strength um, to come to this point where we are uh, still going forward and empowering and um, creating this platform uh, for other women to share their experiences and share their testimonies. We want to say thank you for our special guest today, uh, Monique Lewis for sharing with us her experiences as a single parent. We want to say thank you, O God, for your magnificent glory that has rested upon her life, O God, um, and her testimony uh, as a single mother through the years. We ask that you please continue to strengthen her and um, give her the, the wisdom and knowledge and understanding she needs to continue to go forward in her journey as a single parent. We thank you, O God, for the blessings, O God, that has uh, been laid upon her life and that she has shared with us. In the name of Lord Jesus, we thank you, O God, for uh, uh, those other women in the world who are single mothers raising um, children of, on their own and with the help of you, O God. We ask that you please continue to extend your help, your mercy, and your grace uh, towards us. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen.